You're listening to the Most Won't We Will podcast. I'm your host, Justin Springer, founder of the M3 Wins Method to help you stop losing at life and start winning. You can get that at mostwon'twewill.net. Let's go. What's going on, guys? Welcome to the Most Won't We Will podcast. My name is Justin Springer, man. Uh, this is my microphone for right now, but hey, you know what? I ordered a new one. First, first episode, so who gives a shit, right? Anyways, I think I always wanted to do a podcast, but I think the timing is right more now than ever, and I'm going to freaking tell you why, okay? Because lately, um, I've been giving myself more truth. Being able to be more truthful, being able to, you know, just live in my truth more. And because of that, I think like this podcast is, is the right timing. You know what I mean? I, I think most of the time people are going to develop some type of podcast just because they want to put some shit out there. You know what I mean? Uh, but, you know, do you really live in your truth? And at the time, I, ain't gonna lie, I wasn't. Fuck, I ain't got nothing to hide, man. I mean, I, I really was not. And and when I say live in your truth, like, I don't think I was exposing everything to everybody. Not saying that, um, not saying that you got to like become totally vulnerable or totally put everything out there. But you know what I mean? Like I was just holding back. And the reason why I was really holding back is because it was just kind of trying to always look at sales. And I think it's just because when I got into like this whole social media game, it was just about sales, right? When I, when it first got on the social media, I think I was like everybody else, right? It was just kind of, it was all new, right? It was kind of cool. The whole MySpace era, we were constantly changing our our MySpace uh, backgrounds and stuff just to be like cool and, you know, flirt with women, whatever, right? So now it's a total different ball game uh, because, you know, later on it developed into now I want to make money with it. And then, you know, back in, what was it? Um I want to say 2018, it was, hell, it's been, it's still going on. It was probably going on before that, but everybody was just real big about the whole fake image, um, you know, trying to be, you know, something that they're really not. And hell, that actually started probably even earlier than that. Uh, you know, people renting out cars, sitting by Lambos, whatever, which, and that's the fucking thing about it, man. It pisses me off so much because I have nothing wrong with a Lambo. In fact, I'm going to have a Lambo, believe me. And the reason why is not because I want to look like one of these idiots on Instagram just to be cool. It's more or less because, dude, like the story alone fits my personality. You know, it's kind of like when they say stories sell, like no bullshit, man. And the reason why they sell so well is because, you can relate, right? Nine times out of 10, you can relate. And, and when I heard the whole Lamborghini story, uh, which we'll probably get into it in another day, but you know, when I heard the story, it just, I was like, man, that's the car for me. And didn't give a shit like that. Like, that's my attitude. That's the car. Tell me I can't do something. I'm going to go ahead and prove it wrong. Anyways. So long story short, man, I, I've been wanting to do this podcast. I hope you guys are going to see a lot of fucking value from this. Look, as you can see, if you're, you're not probably watching on the camera, you're probably listening to this. But if you are seeing the camera somewhere or whatever, you see the backdrop. I'm get, I got the microphone on the way. Look, I'm not going to act like I'm all official, official. Like, I don't I don't need all that stuff. In fact, man, when I when I found out that Wes Watson, go look this dude up, Wes fucking Watson, man, uh, built a whole YouTube channel of 300,000 subscribers with just a fucking iPhone. I knew right there. The message, the message is more powerful than anything. But I did want to, you know, get a little microphone and shit like that, make things a little bit better than just having this 
microphone here. I wanted you guys to at least see me on camera so I can start uploading this to stuff to YouTube. Uh, I got a YouTube channel right now. Y'all can go find me on that. But, uh, you know, YouTube slash Justin Springer. But but at the end of the day, uh, I you know, like I said, I, I just wanted to start putting out a podcast. And I think this is the best time, you know, because I can actually I, I, I live my truth more than ever now, uh, which is which is really good. I, I'm not afraid. Not that I was ever afraid to really speak my mind. In fact, I remember on the MCA days, man, and MCA was just this roadside assistance program I was selling at the time. That was like this birth of my affiliate marketing career. Um, but anyways, you know, I, I, I said some things. I said some things during that time. I, I made some mistakes. Hell, I even got in a, not like a real fist fight. It was more like an online fight. So fucking stupid with one of the head guys there. You know what I mean? So, uh, you know, but like, so I, I never really held back from like speaking my mind, so to speak. I think it was just one during that phase. I was still learning. I was still growing. But I think, you know, there, I didn't know if I wanted the world to see all different kinds of sides of me, right? Like meaning, uh, dude, you know, used to be in drugs, went to jail, five-time felon because of my felonies, couldn't even get a re really good apartment, used to live uh, in certain apartments that had roaches. I've also lived in some nice places, you know what I mean? Like, I, you know, it, I've seen both sides of the spectrum. So, uh, and yeah, at one point I was not, I was, I was afraid to kind of show that life. And so the idea of this podcast and the idea of most won't we will is to honestly do the things that you know you're not or like you normally wouldn't probably do. And one of the quotes, uh, I don't even know where my brother got this, but he shared with uh, he shared this on social media. And this kind of became for us the philosophy or, or like the philosophy, <laughs> the the statement behind most won't we will. And I'll tell you the story of most won't we will in a minute. But anyways, to get what the 99 percent or get what the one percent have, you got to do what the 99 percent won't do. Do you hear that shit, man? Like, seriously, to get what the 1% have. You know, everybody's always talking about, oh, the rich are only the 1%. The successful are only the one fucking percent. All that shit, right? Okay, fine, whatever. Well, to get the 1%, what the 1% have, you've got to do what the 99% will not do. Because ultimately, these one percenters, they're not doing nothing fucking crazy, man. They're not doing anything, like, better than you. They're not more talented than you. Some are ugly as fuck, so it has nothing to do with looks. There's nothing like that. They're just doing the shit that you don't normally do. <laughs> Simply put, they're just putting in the work that, you know, and I know a lot of you guys, you hear that right now. You probably listen to a thousand fucking podcasts that say the same shit. Oh, man, just just put in the work, just put in the work. And But, you know, the whole idea of this podcast is to uncover some of what that work is, right? Like, what is the actual steps to grow your business? What are the actual steps to get a little bit healthier? You know what I mean? And, and some of this... I'm not going to be able to be fully qualified to tell you. It's more or less just to, this podcast is to say, hey, get up off your ass and go find it, right? Go find the fucking answers. You know what I mean? Seriously. And step into that person, you know, start and don't like sit there and just look at, you know, information. Like I need all this information to become that person. Just say, hey, you know what? I'm going to step into that person. Well, what's the first step that that person would probably most likely do? Oh, shit. He would probably go find an answer really quick. You know what I mean? And you can go find an answer. Like, think about like this, right? If you don't know, so let's say you want to lose weight and you know that, all right, I got to do some type of dieting, right? You're going to go out there. You're going to find more information about a diet. 
then you might even hire a fucking coach that is dieting the way that you like to diet. Cause I'm going to tell you right now, there's different diets and there's different people pushing different diets and you're going to have to figure out which one is best for you. And then you possibly need a coach of someone who's doing it right. Like I know some people that only do like vegan diets, right? And so you have to justify that. You probably need to go find that information. Then you probably need to go get that coach and then you need to follow a regular routine. You see what I'm saying? But the end, don't let the information make you that person. Become that person and then go get the information. Like say, make that decision and say with your core belief that, you know, hey, I am going to be this guy that is 10 pounds lighter. You know what I mean? With an all vegan diet. I mean, I, I don't know. I'm just throwing it out there, right? Whatever you want, that's on you. But you step into what you want. And first and foremost, you got to figure out what you want. But anyways, you know, this episode is really just to talk about most won't we will. So 99% of what people will not do, what that's what the fuck you got to do. And, and, and it's a true statement, man. And, and whenever we said that, I said, damn, you know, that that's when I had to go through my own phase. In fact, I'll tell you this, man. Most won't we will came around when me and my brother were at the gym and a little side note here, um, me and my brother, <laughs> we didn't really get along that well. Like when we were younger, you know, my brother beat up on me. He probably doesn't want me to share like all the stories or whatever, but hopefully by now we have an understanding that it's no big deal. And everybody knows <laughs> Anyways, he used to kick my ass all the time. Right. Or when I was at, when I was younger, he used to body slam me. Come on. It's like what, what it's like what brothers do, right? No big deal. No hard feelings, but whatever. But that, you know, so we we kind of got into it, but I always looked up to him. Good brother. And you know what? There was a there was a time when uh some dude wanted to like fight me or whatever, you know, and and just like a normal brother, he was like, Well, you know, where are you gonna be at? Blah, blah, blah. I'm gonna be there, right? Like, because you know, we were getting in trouble anyways, right? And, you know, and it was cool. Like, I didn't call my brother for help. It was more or less just that he he was a brother. Like, hey, fuck that. Um, we got it, right? So it was really cool. So I knew then he always cared about me. So love wasn't the, like, did he did he love me? Did he care about me? Of course. So like, that never was a question. I think we just kind of got into it, and we went our own ways. At one point, you know, my brother was kind of getting in trouble, and he stopped, he changed his life, but Justin had a lot, I, I went down a long road of getting in trouble, right? So anyways, a long road, right? I, I hear about these kids now, 20 years old, making 50 grand, and I was like, shit, you know, I was making 20 grand, but I was selling dope, <laughs> being stupid and risking my life, putting in myself in like dumb places, you know what I mean? Like, it's fucking crazy. Anyway, so long story short, um, you know, we, we connect again. My brother's doing really well. He's in the gym industry. And at that time, you know, I, I mean, hey, I'm, I'm not doing bad anymore, but let's just face it. I haven't really found my calling. And um, he said, you know, I, I actually I went to him and I was like, yo, can I come work for you? He said, yeah, right. He's like, I built this thing up. He goes, you know, you were out there messing up. I, I don't know if I can trust you. And so we had a long talk about that. Fast forward, he hires me. I started doing really well. In fact, he was the first one to introduce me to. Uh, Jim Rohn in 2013, which is my personal development path, which led me on to, you know, this whole personal development industry, uh, which was really, really, really cool because I was never really like the book reader. You know what I mean? Like I was not that guy that just picked up books and read them. My dad tried to get me to my dad read tons of books, tons of books, guys. Like, I mean, he would have libraries of books. My dad was smart. One of the smartest men I know. 
Um, but anyways, you know, he, he would buy books for me. And I remember like, dude, it was crazy. Um, his idea of hanging out was we went to El Phoenix. We'll always talk about stories about El Phoenix, but anyways, and then after El Phoenix, we had to go to the library. And at that time it was like bookstop and bookstop was basically your Barnes and Nobles now. Right. So we go there anyways. Uh, you know, he buy me books. I tried to get into them. It just wasn't nothing, but to, man, when I came across, personal development i couldn't put a book down because it explained so much about me and what the hell was going on with me and all the shit that i could never figure out you know what i mean and so um but yeah so i'm at the gym we'll get into more of that stuff too as as these times unfold on most won't we will but we're at the gym and i remember working my ass off and um you know, and Nathan, Nathan, my brother, definitely worked his ass off crazy, put in the hours. Uh, it's no wonder why his gyms were always successful. It's no wonder why he always won the awards. It's no wonder why he was always number one in the company. It's no wonder why he would go to a different gym and succeed at that in a different gym and succeed at that. And everywhere he went, just success after success after success in the gym industry, because he's just a monster. He knows how to get memberships. He knows he knows all the shit. Right. And he was always pushing me. He was like, work harder. So I did. And we were doing good, but here's the thing about it, man. So many of our, like, it wasn't that we were bad managers because this is going to come across like, oh, you were a bad manager. No, my brother was really, a, he was a better manager than me. He established a culture of people that wanted to work hard. And in fact, he established such a good culture that sometimes people got raises to go somewhere else and they didn't take it because they didn't want to leave the culture. So this isn't about a culture thing. This is just, this is just about, people people in general and you know some people would either call in or some people would say well hey you know i, I worked my you know nine hours today you know what i mean man i'm gonna go home and we probably like you know we're running a sale promo or something or my brother was like really you don't want to cash in you don't want to get your sales up nothing you know I mean, now a lot of times he would push them anyways he would make them feel like shit for wanting to leave <laughs> you know it was one of those settings you know what i mean but but sometimes, you know, either they would call in or something would happen and we'd be short or whatever. It didn't matter. And, and me and my brother, we look at each other and we say, oh, well. And then, you know, we used to say, well, most won't. We will. And at first it, it started with him saying most won't, but I will. And I was like, well, forget that. Most won't. And, I, you know, I will, too. So then it became most won't. We will. Right. But anyways. And, and well, we made it publicly because we wanted a lot of people, more, more people to feel like that, right? Like, I mean, come on, we're, we're no, we're not good by our fucking selves. It starts with us, but then like, it has to be bigger than you, right? Like your, your story is someone else's hope and your overcoming and your achievements is someone else's blueprint. So this ain't fucking about you. You start with you and then you help others. Anyways, so, uh, <laughs> So, you know, we, we kept saying most won't, we will, most won't, we will. That, that was the slogan. Most won't, we will. And it started with the whole gym thing. And later on, I started using it and I knew I wanted to be, I wanted it to be a brand, but I didn't know how, right? And a long time uh, when I got into my internet marketing career or whatever, man, the, the whole idea was I, I was so, I wasn't looking at the big picture. I tried to look at the big picture, but the the problems that were in front of me were so overwhelming at times. And really now looking back, it's, it was all a fucking excuse. Right. But I should have always stuck with the goal. I, I really just didn't have clarity. Right. I kept thinking I was, I was in this whole, um, have you ever heard the phrase, which we're going to talk a lot throughout this show, the theme be, do have, you become the person. Therefore you do what that person does. 
and then you have what that person has, right? But it starts with B. I was always living it backwards. Uh, you know, I felt like I had to have in order to be, uh, or I had, I felt like I had to have in order to do this so I could be this, right? You see what I'm saying? And, you know, the whole idea was I kept thinking I had to have. So I was like, well, let me get some money. Let me get some shit under my belt. Let me do all this stuff before I can be this person. And so most one we will just got patched around. A lot of people loved it, but like, you know, it, it, it became a Facebook group. I still got that Facebook group today. It became like uh, a team venture for, you know, our, our uh, affiliate marketing, uh, network marketing thing, whatever you want to call it. It became like my motto. It became a website. It became so many fucking things. And it still wasn't really what the core, the core like slogan was all about. And truth be told, the core like slogan of all this shit, right, is this isn't about fucking motivation. This is about discipline. Seriously, this isn't about motivation. This is about discipline. I'm going to repeat this shit, man. In order to get with these one percenters, whatever the fuck you call a one percenter, some of you like you just classify like these people like you just put them so far in the fucking sky like you act like they're unreachable and they're just humans like me or you, I don't give a fuck how much money they have. It doesn't matter. Like, seriously, it doesn't matter. They just found out something different and it's a level of awareness. But anyways, whatever the 1% is you, whether it's that, that person that is super talented, uh, the person that is super rich, whatever, the person that can't be touched, whatever, the one percenter, if you want what those people have, you have to do what 99% of the people won't do. That's it. That's all this game is. That's all this game is. I, you know, um, in fact, we're going to be interviewing a guy named, uh, this is just for uh, one of my affiliate marketing companies, but, uh, or affiliate programs. But anyways, we're, I'm going to be interviewing this kid named Josh Cousins, and he made $100,000 in four months with this program. And I, I love this kid to death because this kid even wowed me, right? Where I was like, oh, shit, what, what was he doing? <laughs> you know what I mean? Like at that time, I'm like, damn. $100,000 in four months, not a bad deal for affiliate marketer, right? Uh, at $1,000 a pop, by the way. So you, you do the math. He had to make 100 sales at $1,000 a pop in order to make that much money. Uh, so what is that? Given in four months, that was like almost about 25 sales a month at $1,000. A lot of people can't get that. You know what I mean? A lot of people struggle with that. A lot of people making, a lot of people struggle with making $25, $20 sales, let alone $25,000 sales. And... Um, but the cool thing about this kid was he just said, man, I just kept doing what most the people wouldn't do. And I was like, bing, 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 bing. Like, we got a winner, right? You know what I mean? Goes with our slogan, goes with everything. Like, this dude literally was saying that he was just doing the things that most people wouldn't do. So, like, where most people would sit there and maybe try to have 20 messages on Facebook. Now, I know back in the day we we're talking about sales calls, right? But you guys... Nowadays, there's like the only way you have sales calls when you're running ads, you're getting all these inbound leads and all that shit, right? So, so what most marketers do when they're first starting out is they're going to use their organic reach on social media, right? All I'm trying to say is where most people would crap out at about 20 messages, sending out the 20 minutes, not spamming. I'm talking about going out, making 20 connections a day to really get his business going. This kid would almost double, if not triple that. So where most people were selling the bullshit life of, oh, hey, um, you know what I mean? You, you can make 
$10,000 a month and only work one hour a day, which that's a, that's a common theme. And it's a, it's something that a lot of people want to do. Hell, I've even probably used it myself in some of my marketing, you know, because it, it just attracts so much, but where this kid was not even using that, he just basically was sitting there saying, fuck that. You know what I mean? I'm just going to put in the work and it's not about selling a bullshit idea. It's about just putting in the work and letting the numbers take care of themselves, which he proved that it massively worked uh, because he would talk to so many people every damn day. He put in his, you know, now he even said he put in maybe about six, to seven hours a day on Facebook. And a lot of people struggle with that. But hear me out, though, six to seven hours a day. You know what I mean? Now, I don't know if he was working seven days a week, but even like, you know, that's still just around 40, 50 hours a week. Right. Because what, what it like six times seven is, you know, so, so yeah, so he, he's around that, he's around that, he's around that, uh, time frame, And then he made six figures in four months. So if you're doing the math, it's kind of like, well, fuck, if I, if I'm going to go out there and do a job for eight hours, you know what I mean? And make only 50 grand a fucking year for some people or 75 grand a year. And this guy went and just put in the same amount of hours, but he dove it into his online business. Well, it just makes sense. But that was the cool thing about this kid. He did. He didn't do anything fucking special. <laughs> he didn't do anything special. He just did what most people would not do. And that's where the slogan came. Not from just Josh Cousins. I'm just saying like it just, you know what I mean? It, it, it made me think of that story with Josh. And I, I think I look back at what me and Nathan did. And then I look at back at my own life. And I really ultimately hope to share this with you through these next podcasts and what we got going on and some of the topics that I want to talk about, which by the way, the topics are going to range around your mind, your body, um, your relationships and your business. Just for those that don't know, I use my M3 wins method a lot. You can go to most won't we will.net. Uh, you can learn a little bit more about that. Okay. So right now I'm doing uh, coaching with it uh, about to be dropping the book and you will be able to get that too. So and because what I really learned through it all was I was chasing and chasing and chasing and chasing and chasing. And I literally got tired of chasing. And I think even to this day, I still kind of fight it because, you know, when you got so many years of chasing and chasing and chasing your program, in a sense, right, you were programmed. And if you don't think programming is like is real, like you're crazy. Right. I mean, think about this. When you go to grab your toothbrush you know what I mean? To brush your teeth, you tell me which hand you automatically always grab it with. Automatically all the fucking time, right? Um, you're going to use one hand and it's that hand that brushes your teeth. Now, some of you are going to say, well, that's my dominant hand or whatever the fuck you want to say. It doesn't matter. That's the hand that you constantly use to brush your teeth. You are mentally programmed to use that hand to brush your teeth. So mental program is a real thing. And when we actually question the norm, or what's normal to us, I should say, it gets a little funny. It feels a little weird. It doesn't make any sense. But I'm telling you right now, man, that's exactly what happened with my life was I kept chasing and chasing and chasing. And I was just getting so tired of chasing. And I started to realize that I had this equation backwards. And I started to realize it's not fucking about motivation, but it is about discipline. And because the great Wes Watson said this, and I don't know, he probably copied somebody else, but dude, I'm going to give him credit because that's where I heard it from. And I want you to understand this shit. Like 
that, you know, some people I tell this shit to, and it pisses me the fuck off that like, it's like, dude, do you understand what the hell I'm saying? But like, I know it's not my job to like, you know, like shake you sometimes. Like, I mean, that's your fucking thing to do. Like you, you, you need to get beat, beat up by life. Uh, you know, some people say, Hey, Justin, you're not God. And I, <laughs> you're right. So it's like, you know, Hey, you're going to have to do what you got to do. But sometimes I just want to throw shit in your fucking face. Cause you piss me off. Cause like I say things and it's like, it, it doesn't, anyways, it doesn't dawn on some people, but it's all right. I was probably an idiot too. Um, you know, people said shit to me all the time and it never dawned on me too. And I can look back at those people and be like, damn, <laughs> I bet you got tired of talking to me too. But anyways, listen to this, what the Wes Watson said before I leave this first podcast ever, which by the way, these podcasts are going to have to get way better than this shit. I will have a microphone and we'll have some fun with it. But anyways, words are who you want to be. Actions are who you are. Words are who you want to be. Actions are who you are. And I, I, I used to, you know, I believe I'm a big believer in the law of attraction, all that stuff. Right. But like, man, it is just, it's so misconstrued and you know what I mean? It, it leaves you thinking that you're supposed to just think about a whole bunch of money and, and a fairy dust just drops money in your lap. Right. But my problem was this, you know, words are who you want to be. They say, watch your words, watch your thoughts. You know, even if you look in the Bible, your tongue is powerful, whatever. Right. So, I'm like, okay, now words are powerful and they do hold weight, but words are who you want to be. Actions ultimately are who you are. And I struggled with that because even when I was learning personal development, learning the law of attraction, I started putting in words, but I wasn't believing them. I started putting in words, but my actions didn't follow. And Wes Watson said something that really stuck out for me. He was like, but man, if you're, if you're fucking grateful or you wake up every day, like, I, you know, like, it's not hard to go on YouTube and see all these people. Hell, I even teach this a little bit too, because it is a true statement, right? You know, you got to have gratitude in your life. You got to have gratitude in your life. Uh, hands down, if you're not fucking grateful, um, then you're not, you're going to live a sad life. Like you're, you're going to have a hard life. I'm telling you that right now. Like you should be grateful to some degree, some degree of your life. Okay. But anyways, and why wouldn't you want to be, why wouldn't like, why, like, why wouldn't you just want to be happy? I don't understand that. Some people just, they love soaking in their misery and that's fine. Anyway, so, um, you know, everybody teaches this whole gratitude thing. And the way you would think Wes is one of my coaches. I just, I've learned a lot from this guy and um, he's passed down a lot of great information. And so I just want to share it with you guys. But he said, um, if you're grateful, you know what I mean? And I'm not, I'm paraphrasing on this one, but he's just like, if you're grateful, why aren't you showing it? Why aren't you showing? Why aren't you getting? Why don't, why don't you want to get up? Why don't you want to get up if you're telling your telling yourself that you're grateful for your life? Why wouldn't you want to get up out of bed? Why wouldn't you want to go make the best day that you possibly can ha make happen? Why wouldn't you want to go take care of the body to the best of your ability? If you're grateful for your body, you're grateful that you can you know breathe and and see and move. You know what I mean? So many people are like, oh, I'm glad I'm not that fat ass over there, but yet you're eating fucking Burger King, you know what I mean? Or McDonald's or whatever, right? Like, but yet you talk shit about everybody else, right? Or you, or you say your life is so much better, but you're doing all the things that are going to lead you to that, to that position, right? And I was like, man, that, that's a true statement. So I started, and so it just started weighing on more that actions are who we want to be or who we are, right? 
And that's when I, I got the whole idea of like, man, you know, how many times have you read a book and just felt motivated? How many times have you listened to, man, I've listened to tons of YouTube shit and just been motivated. How many times have you gone to maybe network marketing events? So I know some of y'all have gotten called into those. I know I did. I got fooled into some of those. And I don't mean to use the word fool. It's, I don't have nothing against network marketing, but um, I feel like their tactics at time were just lousy tactics. That's all I'm trying to say. But the, I, the, the concept is, is smart. But anyways, how many of you got called in like that and you, but you left actually feeling motivated. You left actually feeling like, yes, I want to do something. How many of you uh, went with your friends and started talking about New Year's and uh, you felt motivated? But then that was it. That's as far as it fucking went. That's as far as it went because you fell back. We're like we don't rise to our expectations. We fall victim to the level of our training every fucking time. And so you fell back. Or at least I know I did. And and even and I'm no better than you because I still can to this day. And that's why I decided to start looking into how can I design my life better. How can I wake up to where I uh, and live the life that I really want to live? And what are some of the things that I can do to better myself each and every day? And hence, that's where we are now. And now this leads into this wonderful podcast of Most Won't, We Will. And I say we at this moment because I'm going to take you along this fucking journey. All I ask is you subscribe, you listen to the podcast, you just kind of Share this shit. And then if you need more attention, one-on-one -on -one attention, you go to mostmontwewill.net. Otherwise, continue to subscribe to this shit. Continue to listen to this shit. And here we go, man. We're off to the races. It's time that we start doing what the one percenters do. It's time that we start doing the things that we really want to do with our life. It's time that we start having the things that we really want to have with our life. Because most won't. But I'm telling you right now, we will. We fucking will. We are going to. Uh, I know I made that statement and I started to and I started having and things are getting better. And now I'm moving into a podcast. I'm 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 now really creating, a, 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 you know, the, the company with this slogan that just used to just, just be dangled and just be said and just the was just words that were cool. A little T-shirt here, the backdrop here that was just cool. And now it's actually becoming something. It's becoming the brand that I want it to be, the brand. It's becoming the message that I want to share to where if I leave today, you know what I mean? I at least left some type of mark like that for other people. And I, I know that sounds really cliche because everybody's like, oh, do it for the impact and fuck that. You know, sometimes you got to do it for the money too. Damn it. We, we got to have money. But what I'm saying is, is like, at least I can really start rolling into hell yeah, man. At least I can leave the impact with that. And, and, and the idea, man, is I don't want to just take a whole bunch of shit and just put it together of shit. You guys have probably already heard that. And I, cause like, that's where I feel like is the biggest problem with some of our industry is they're just, they're just talking, 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 and not giving you some fucking action steps that you could be taking in order to get out of the rut that you're actually fucking in, like, which is what you need to be doing. Like you, I don't want you listening to the podcast being like, Oh shit, you know, Oh, Justin, you have motivated me or fired me up. You know what I mean? Which you're going to hear me a couple of times. I'm going to cuss. I'm going to talk shit. I'm going to fucking get fired up, especially when we dive into a particular concept. This is just my first one. And I wanted to tell you what it was all about. And I hope I gave you some value. I hope I gave you some insight of what the fuck you're about to learn 
when you walk this journey with me and what you're about to go through, and I'm going to tell you right now, it's not always going to be easy. It's not always going to be fun and fuck your little feelings because you're just going to have to do the work. But I can guarantee you this, things will change and you will start to see what some of the one percenters that you put them in high in the sky, you will start to see what they start seeing. Your perspective will start to change, right? Think about it like this. You set those one percenters in your mind, you set them on that pedestal. Imagine what they see then. If that's who you want to be like and you are putting them on that pedestal, imagine what they see. Imagine what their view is like. That's going to be your view. I can guarantee you because it's happening to me and things start to change as we start to change. Most won't. We will.